Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Ann Ortley here at the Bright Red Desk, back from Florida. And it's a beautiful gray and rainy day here in New York, just perfect for the soup I put on uh, for later today. Today is April 11th, 2021, and this is the weekly weather for April 11th. Um, we have, uh, obviously, a Mars-Neptune aspect right now, <laughs> and that is all the fluid in the water and the emotions, a lot of emotions flowing. And we also have a, a new moon tonight. Um, the new moon webinar is sold out, so you can uh, get it, uh, download it. It'll be available for download later tonight around 1030. So you're going to do your ritual on the Taurus moon, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, or the Gemini moon. Uh, they all have good closing aspects this week. Um, but the uh, as we're heading into that uh, new moon tonight, it's going to be a 22 Aries. And that's the degree, uh, 22 Capricorn, of course, was the degree of the COVID clump all last year. And the Jupiter-Pluto uh, conjunctions, the three of them, all last year. And Mars, of course, went over it three times all last year. So the new moon says to you, ah, we have done the work, the consciousness raising of that COVID clump. We have made you aware of the structures in your life and where they need to change. We have made you aware of the limitations of your life, where you've been held back, where you've held yourself back, where you've looked at things and gone, hmm. And now we are saying to you, it is spring. It is a new beginning. Here in New York, there's a gentle rain falling. Um, In your own life, there's an awakening. New moons are awakenings, and they start a new cycle. And it is on a famous point, a world point. Uh, 22 of Aries is a world point, which is why the the Capricorn clump at 22 Capricorn world point was a global epidemic, right? So now we're having a global rebirth, a global new moon. But we're also being asked to take action. So last year, when Mars was squaring this point three times, you know, August, September, October, November, December, we all were like, oh, my, you know, oh, my, you're back again, you're back again. But Mars was asking us to get ready to take action or to take action, and many of us did or got clear about the actions that we wanted to take. Maybe we didn't take them yet. But now this new moon is saying to us, take the action. You can do this. You can do this. Take the action. You got this. And so there's a lot of clearing energy up there. Uh, Venus and Pluto are in a square, right? And so in the square in cardinal signs, Venus is 26. She's squaring Pluto, so she's sitting right next to that new moon. And she, you know, she's in an argument. She's arguing with Pluto. Ah, bah, bah, bah. You know, when Venus is in Aries, she's a little, little hot-headed. And she answers, of course, to Mars and Gemini. Mars and Gemini is answering to Mercury and Aries. So hot-headed. You know, everybody's a little tense. So like yesterday, I was in a board meeting, <laughs> and and somebody quit. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you know, kind of stomped off and left. And um, the rest of the board kind of looked a little, what's the right word for it, a little blinky-eyed. And I went, well, you know, it's uh, hot. Everybody's a little hot-tempered, a little, a little feisty, a little feeling like, you know, like, um, it's kind of like that scene in Network. I'm not going to take it anymore. You know, you can't make me that energy. Take your ball, take my, take my ball and go home. That's one way to use it. And probably if it's a frustrating thing in your life, if you've been frustrated by it a little bit or felt a little bit like, 
Ugh, you know, again, we're doing this again. This is the week when you get clear and you say, you know, we're not doing that again. Or if we do it again, I'm out of here. Um, the hammer, the Venus and the Pluto form a hammer of Thor with stationing Virgo, right? So Virgo, Vesta is stationing in Virgo, and she's the hammer. She's the handle of the hammer of Thor. So process, process, process. You know, I've been saying great week to clean out stuff, throw things away. But that hammer of Thor swings right after the new moon because Venus squares Pluto right after the new moon. And so there's a clearing energy. There's a really big clearing energy. Um, I remember one of my friends one time, He, you know, he's got a uh, house and backyard. He's got a backyard in Philadelphia, really pretty backyard. And he just decided he was taking everything out of it. You know, he'd inherited it. You know, he bought. He inherited it when he bought the house. And he just decided, I'm completely modifying it, completely changing it, completely shifting it, and cleared it out, right? And made it an, made it an oasis for himself, you know. And I have I have a little crush on David Diggs, um, and so on Architectural Digest, he and his um, partner uh, it showed their um, home you know, on Architectural Digest, and she's in the backyard saying, yeah, it used to be just grass, and we decided we didn't use it, so we made this oasis back here, and it's beautiful. Um, so that's a little video you can go watch. Um, but it, it's like, okay, what are we clearing out? What are we creating? What, what do we need to let go of to move forward? And there is a letting go of. There's a letting go of energy, and it's about allowing yourself to go, okay, I get it. Now, I have a wonderful cleaning lady. Her name is Katerina, and Katerina moves things. That's one of her gifts is she moves things, and I find new things I forgot I had because she kind of moves things around. So I like to cook, and I have my spices alphabetized. And she got into the spice counter, the spice cupboard this week, she says, oh, I moved all this, cleaned all the spices, and I, I kind of looked at her, and I went, uh, did you know they were alphabetized? <laughs> she kind of went, oh, no. <laughs> so I have all these trays of spices that I'm going to get to go through and re-alphabetize because they're in their little trays so I can whip out the cinnamon or whip out the, you know, oreganos with O's. Um yeah, so, you know, cleaning, moving, rearranging, adjusting. I mean, the cupboard looks really nice now compared to what it looked like, but I have no idea where any spice is. I mean, I know they're in the cupboard, but they're gone. They're shifted, they're moved. So it's that kind of week. And it is Mars and Gemini answering to Mercury and Aries, so words can be a little hot, can be a little cutting, can be a little bit um, sharp-tongued. But the goal is to get you to take action, to get you to move. And sometimes that's what does it, you know. So when that guy kind of exited the board meeting, you know, there were a few people that were like kind of stunned. And then there were a couple people that went, you know, that's that's what he does. Um, and we go forward, you know. So it, it, it it's that kind of week. And so don't take it personally. You might want to walk out. Somebody might want to say, I don't want to do this anymore. What is also happening this week, turbulence, a little turbulence, because the moon is in, um, sorry, the moon is in Aries and in Taurus and in Gemini. So that's the I am, I want this, and I'm going to say this. You know, so moon is very uh, communicative and also good closing aspects. So the stuff that happens is good. That's the good news. It happens, whatever happens this week is good, but it is forward motion. 
then the next part of it is the planets change. Venus is in Aries, Sun is in Aries, Moon will be in Aries today, tomorrow. Um, uh, Mercury is in Aries, and all three of them change into Taurus this week. So all week long, all, you know, for the last few months, I've been saying everything in the sky reports to Saturn. Well, this week, Venus goes into her rulership, and she takes with her the sun and Mercury, because now she's in charge of her section of the sky. She can collaborate with Saturn. You know, they're, they're going to have a little square activity. But she's saying, you know, I know that that's the structure that you're interested in, but I'm moving forward to make it more beautiful, to make it grow, to make it change. And I'm taking the sun with me, and I'm eventually, not, toward, not until the end of the week, she's going to take Mercury with her. And when Mercury goes into Taurus, he's going to calm down that Mars. He's going to calm down that Mars and Gemini from being so quick-tongued into being a little more, hmm, let me think about it, let me think about it. So we're having a huge shift. We're going to feel the speed slow down a little. There'll be an acceleration at the beginning of the week, and then once those planets shift into Taurus, we'll feel them slow down, and we'll feel Venus take over part of the sky so she'll take over the Libra planets, she'll take over the Taurus planets because she's in her favorite sign, and those planets now shift their allegiance to her. Um, and there's a forward motion energy of graciousness and niceness. Remember a month or so ago when she met up with the sun, she started to be an evening star. She was a morning star from last June on and then she just shifted to be an evening star so when she's a morning star she's much more assertive and aggressive and this is what i want now she's turning into an evening star so she's going to be you know a little more kumbaya you know let's just kind of hang out let's just talk about it let's have let's have some really good food let's sit and rock in the chair let's kind of enjoy ourselves and of course taurus in the northern hemisphere everything blooms so this is a week of shifts and changes, but first illumination, where the sun and the moon meet up and they help you see the choices you can make now that the COVID clump has altered all of our lives and adjusted us and shifted us and said, okay, we've, re we've seen the structures, we've seen them change, and now we have a vision of what we're going to be putting in place. In my case, I'm going to be going through my spice counter because I can't imagine not having my... She moves a lot of stuff, and I'm okay. I'm like, all right, that's all right. I can deal with the change. Um, but I can't imagine my spices not being alphabetized. So it's all good. Taurus, I'm going to get reacquainted to my spices and go, okay, you know, I haven't cooked anything with cumin in a really long time. Oh, God, there's the coriander seeds. You know, I'm reminded of that cucumber salad that I used to... You know, it'll be like that for me, rediscovering my spices, because, you know, I hunt for them by uh, name as I need them, as opposed to looking at the array of spices I have. I have a friend, Mark Woltz, who's a really, you know, he's a really good astrologer here in New York, and he, he always says to me, I mean, I don't do it, but he's, he does it. He says, I always take my books off the shelf and kind of rearrange them, and it makes me think in a different way. And I'm always like, yeah, 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 I'm not doing that. I got a lot of books. <laughs> but, uh, you know, nice concept. So I'm, I'm clearly going to have that experience with my spices. So you want to watch in your life where things are getting arranged, rearranged, getting opened up for you to look at them in a new way, to see them, to understand them, to kind of have an aha moment. And as the planets shift into Taurus, they do get a little more stable. 
They move out of matches, hot, hot match, fire match, Aries is fire match. They go into earth and they kind of ground and they say, okay, you know, we're grounding, we're grounding. You know, what does that look like? And, the, you know, as we move forward, we're going to feel this energy. But it is a new moon squaring access, axing, squaring and activating, blah, blah, blah. I haven't had enough coffee this morning, activating the COVID clump. Opening square, sun square that point last year when we had all the stuff going down and now with the new moon there at that degree saying, okay, so what's your vision? Watch for a lot of new announcements coming in. Watch for a lot of ending energy, people announcing they're leaving and changing and doing something new. Um, my case, you know, I got the condo, you know, so now I'm walking around the apartment thinking, I think I'm going to bring the Tiffany lamp down there. I think I'm going to put the desk, we're looking at desks, you know, I'm not going to bring the bright red desk down right away, but I was looking at a really nice driftwood desk. So it'll be broadcasting from the driftwood desk overlooking Boca Ciega Bay or maybe the Blue Shays. Um, yeah, it's kind of adjusting and getting a vision of the new life. What does that, what does that feel like? What does that look like? What are you trying to do? Um, and then on my end, um, obviously I have to pay for the condo. So one of the things I'm offering now, and it's available on Astrology Hub slash Pocket, P-O-C-K-E-T, Amanda Walsh, who is the owner of Astrology Hub, came up with this great idea to do mini weekly weathers, only they're daily weathers. So wake, you wake up in the morning with me in your ear going, good morning, today is such and such a day. You have astrology in your pocket presented by Astrology Hub. So for four ninety nine, you can sign up to get the t- monthly and you can cancel whenever you want. You can get the tweets delivered to your pocket and me talking to you about the energy of the day and how it's going to feel and what it's going to be like. So it's going to take the weekly weather where you listen for you know a half an hour and it's going to give it to you in three, four minute doses per day what the day feels like and how to work with the energy productively so if you're interested it's available we've had some people sign up already um i'm going to use the use the money to pay for the mortgage um and you know obviously the podcast will continue to be free here and also free over on astrology hub uh so yeah we're moving forward so it's you know get a little um, you get a little 16 cents a day. You get a little Ann in your phone. It gets delivered right to your phone. And you get to hear my voice bright and early when you wake up. But we're moving forward, and that's my new thing. You know, kind of a week, because last year when the COVID clump happened, uh, Amanda and I started doing the weekly weather on her site. And then she said, why don't we do this daily thing? I'm like, all right, I'm in. You're going to do the work. All I have to do is show up and talk. I'm in. So that's how we're doing it. She's doing the work, and I'm just talking, which is really a nice arrangement as far as I'm concerned. So if you're interested, you can try it. You can cancel it any time, obviously. It's once a month. They suck $4.99 out of your out of your uh, bank account or your credit card. Uh, so that's the news for that. And then um, the week ahead, interesting week. We already talked about the Venus and the Sun and eventually Mercury shifting into Taurus and the sky changing its focus. Still going to have a lot of Saturn out there, but now we're saying, okay, what do you desire? What do you love? What do you want? What's your heart's part? What's your heart's passion? What does that feel like? And go for it. Um, when we look here, uh, okay, so the week we have the new moon, and then the moon is going to be in Aries today, obviously. 
and then it is goes void on the 12th, bright and early on Monday morning at 8.06 a.m., and it's void until 1.44 p.m. It goes void with a nice aspect of a conjunction to Venus. It goes into Taurus at 1.44 p.m. It's in Taurus Monday afternoon, evening, Tuesday all day, Wednesday it goes void at 8 p.m., uh, and it goes void with a trine to Pluto. So Moon and Taurus, trine Pluto. Then it's void for a little bit, and at 2.23 a.m. on the 15th, it goes into Gemini. And it's in Gemini the 15th, the 16th, the 17th, and it goes void at 11.03 a.m. with a sextile to the sun. Moon in Gemini, sextile to the sun, um, uh, sextile to the sun, and kind of kicks the energy up in kind of a forward motion uh, movement. And then we are in Cancer. Moon goes into Cancer at 3.25 p.m. on the 17th, Saturday, and the 18th, Saturday, Sunday. And then on the 19th, the Sun and Mercury both go into Taurus, while Venus enters Taurus on the 14th. Now, next weekend, rockin' and rollin'. The Saturday is super, super busy. Uh, super busy, crazy busy. Don is on a Donald scale of one to three hundred. It's the three hundred scale Donald on next on the seventeenth. With but positive for the most part. But a lot of Mercury, a lot of ideas, a lot of communication, a lot of talking, a lot of forward motion. The moon's really active. Mercury's really active as he gets to the last degrees of a fire and he aspects the um, the planets. Uh, you know, it's 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 a hopping kind of energy. So the beginning of the week is kind of quiet. Um, a lot of a real a lot of realizations and kind of coming to understand stuff. And then we take action on the 13th because the sun in Aries is in a sextile to Mars in Gemini. So there's an action taking energy. A little bit of power struggle on the 16th with the sun in um, Aries squaring Pluto which, you know, it, it has to kind of say to Pluto, all right, you know, this is, I'm done here. But the day before, on the 15th, it gets an offer. So I look at this and I go, okay, so you get the job off, you hear you're getting the job on the 13th, you close, you get the offer on the 15th, and then you quit your job on the 16th, and then you party on the weekend on the 17th. So it's a nice energy, kind of a forward motion and, of course, last degrees of Aries is always very, very active. And the Sun and Mercury meet up and combust on uh, next Sunday, the 18th. So Mercury is moving into a combustion with the Sun, which makes him be much more um, articulate about what he wants. It's not about the other. Mercury, whenever, whenever the Mercury and the Sun get together, they get very opinionated about what's good for them. So this is not a week to argue with people. This is a week to be clear. This is what I want. You don't like it? Okay. I like it. That's good. You know, it's got that energy of, okay, how are we working? How are we in sync? So that is a very important component to remember. It's not a week to argue. It's a week for decisions. It's a week for action. Um, Mars is still in Gemini, so you can hedge your bets a little bit. But it is a real forward motion energy this week. When we look at the sun, the sun is moving from 21 Aries to Taurus on next Monday. So as he goes through Aries, he's the back end. He's triggering all the planets at the back end, including his uh, you know, square with Pluto on the 16th. 
He also has an interesting aspect with the nodes on the 16th, which is a slightly stressful energy where he goes, well, you know what I'd really like? And the nodes are like, yeah, you know, not really. That's not really so much going to happen. And so he has to figure out what he wants to do. Does he stay? Does he go? Is he in? Is he out? Right? And and he'll be deciding that. So all of us, you, you know, either you deciding things in your life, in or out, or people deciding around you, in or out. It's a it's a decision week. We also have the sun meeting up with Eris on the 13th, which is a little bit of argumentative energy, but it also takes positive action later in the day. You know, and sometimes when we get frustrated with a situation, we go, all right, well, I'm going to change that. You know, I'm going to take action and change it. So watch for the frustration on Tuesday and then the desire for a change right after that. Um, and then, of course, the sun meets Mercury uh, at the last, last, last degree of Aries on April 18th. It's one of those faded words days, you know. I regret that I have one life to live, give for my country. It's, there's going to be a phrase that comes out that day that everybody's going to use. You know, it's one of those, like the world knows the same phrasing. So we'll see what it is. I'm always, I'm always curious when those happen because you kind of watch the collective and you go. I remember one year when I was teaching marketing at um, Catherine Gibbs School. I started teaching computer and then they kind of got me doing some other stuff. So I was teaching marketing, and um, we were talking about, you know, kids, you know, how they, the Christmas toy. You know, there were a lot of 19-year-old, 20-year-old, 21-year-old kids, and many of them had children. And uh, they were talking about um, Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> and we had, you know, I kind of brought a little astrology in just because that's what I do. And so I said, okay, so we're going to hear, you know, we're going to hear about something, you know, blah, 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 but watch for what the thing is. So they all came in like the next day and they went, tickle me Elmo, <laughs> because that was when they had officially announced that there was no, there was a tickle me Elmo shortage and there was tickle me Elmo runs on the thing, on the market, you know, and I'm like, oh, tickle me Elmo, that's interesting. So sometimes it's a little weird like that, but that's when we have a planet conjunction at the last degree, there's usually some kind of phrase or some kind of thing that comes forward where everybody goes, wow, and it becomes part of the cultural awareness um and then of course the sun goes into taurus as i mentioned on the 19th grounding mercury this week in aries enters into taurus on the 19th too um and so he is kind of mimicking the sun and the sun has the aspects of the nodes on the 16th and mercury has it on the 17th and the sun has the square to pluto on the 16th and mercury has the square to pluto on the 17th so the two of them are kind of tracking each other so you're going to get aware of something with the sun and then you're going to say something do something or take action around it so just kind of watch for that ba bump ba bump you know bump 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 you know the sun does it sees it mercury does it uh, remember mercury is a messenger of the sun and he's right next to him so whatever the sun thinks mercury thinks uh, we also have Mercury sextiling Mars, like the Sun sextiles Mars, and that takes place on the 17th, and of course the Sun sextile takes place to Mars, takes place on the 13th. So we're, again, we're going to see Sun seeing things, being coming conscious, and going, okay, this is the action I want to take. Venus this week, uh, 25 Aries into Taurus um, on the 14th. She goes in on the 14th, and then she gets to 8 Taurus. She's moving pretty quick. 
Um, so she's kind of zipping along. Uh, she has an aspect to the nodes of fate, the same one that the sun and Mercury do. She has that aspect on the 11th. So Venus goes, oh, and then the sun goes, oh, and then Mercury goes, aha. You know, kind of think of it as part one, part two, part three, all week long, okay? And then you're going to be really working with it. She has her square to Pluto on the 11th, and which is today, you know, later today after the um, – after the new moon, and then she goes into Taurus, and then she has a lovely renovation energy, uh, trying to vest a home and hearth on the 20th. So for a lot of people, that's a new new energy, new energy around the home, kind of decorating. Sometimes it's, you know, diets and clothing and stuff like that. But what you find on the 20th is something really perfect. Um, and Vesta is stationing this week. Uh, Vesta stations on the 20th at 641 Virgo. And remember, Vesta is the handle of the hammer of Thor. So it's kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's about making an accommodation that works for you, um, that helps you move forward. Uh, Mars this week um, is pretty active. He is... Um, running from 24 Gemini to 28 Gemini. And, of course, his ruler shifts at the end of the week out of Mercury changes out of Aries, fast, fast, into Taurus, a little more slow, a little more deliberate, a little more, hmm. Uh, Mercury and Aries, da, 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 da. Mercury and Taurus is kind of nods and smiles. It's like a Buddha, Buddha Mercury. So when that shifts next Monday, we're going to feel the world kind of slow down in terms of how we communicate which actually will be a little helpful, but this week's going to be very fast and a little frantic. Mars this week is heading towards, um, as he goes along, he's opposite Juno, which is partnership relationship. He's in a sextile to Eris, so he's a little annoyed on the 13th. Um, not, you know, not in a mean way, but just kind of like, really, that's what the deal is? And, you know, part of the energy of this week is, Really watching people, and, and I think this is something to remember as we're watching the week go on. People are going to really show us like who they are. And when people show you who they are, it's really important for you to believe them. That was a long, long lesson that I learned over many years of therapy. And I, I you'd say it a lot when I'm doing readings. When people show you who they are, believe them. And believe what they do, not what they say. So this is one of those weeks where you want to watch what they do, not what they say, because the say can be a trick. The behavior is what we're looking at, okay? So it's important with the Gemini Mercury, it's like a diversionary tactic. It's a pickpocket, you know, Gemini is, Mercury can pick, Mercury is a thief, right? He can be a thief. So Mars and Gemini is like a pickpocket thing. So the pickpocket detracts your attention, or attracts your attention so the other guy can take your your pocket. So there's an energy of that. So watch when the stuff happens. Like just kind of watch it rather than getting into it because you're going to see it and you're going to go, hmm. So like this morning on the radio, um, a guy got arrested. They have undercover cops now, you know, Asian undercover cops in the New York subway. And this guy went over and started picking on an undercover cop and telling him to go back to his country country and he was going to hit him and punch him and stab him and whatever and the cop arrested him <laughs> you know? and i'm like oh, okay you know watch for undercover cops watch for undercover things kind of come into light and you go oh wow it's a great week for reveals great week for reveals and mars wants to tell the story 
So he is aspecting the nodes. Can be some health stuff on the 17th. Any health stuff, go to the doctor. All these planets at last degrees can make us need to take extra care of our health. And Mars does have a hard aspect with Pluto on the 18th. So definitely lean in a little. Mars trines Jupiter, so there can be a little excess on the 17th. We also have Jupiter in the semi-sextile to Pluto, which happens once every 12 years. But that's more of a... um, you know, that Jupiter and Aquarius going, you know, what's for the greater good? What's the greater good here? And Pluto, of course, has his opinion about it, but Jupiter has his opinion, so we'll we'll see. You know, they had their meeting last year three times, and so now they're, now they're not necessarily always agreeing on everything, and that's okay. That's not a hard aspect. It's an adjusting energy. And then last but not least, Pluto this week aspects the nodes of fate on the 11th and on the 14th which makes us do makes us take fated, fated actions on things. We're going to do things that affect our fate, affect our purpose, help us transform. And we also are going to have Athena squaring the nodes of fate, and she does that on the 13th and says, okay, you know, here are the choices, here's what's important, here's how we're going to do it, uh, we've got this. And so there's a really positive forward motion for that energy, also, so it's an it's a really interesting, very busy, very bustly kind of week, and your your job is to breathe and to remember you are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here, and whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. This is Ann Ortley signing off from the bright red desk. And wishing you a merry week ahead, the week of April 11th, 2021. And if you'd like astrology in your pocket every morning, a little, little update on the day ahead from me, go, go to astrologyhub slash pocket, P-O-C-K-E-T, and sign up, four ninety nine for the month. And you get me in your phone every morning. Now you may go in, I don't want you in my phone every morning. And I'm like, okay, no worries. Have a great day. Ann Ortley signing off from the bright red desk on a rainy Sunday in New York. Take care. Bye-bye.